Joining us now is Rod Jackson, Professor of Epidemiology at the University of Auckland. Now, if you were listening to last weekend's Politics Central here on the Weekend Collective, we had a chat with Rod, uh, where the situation in Northland was of, of great concern, really, to everyone who was following it. That We've got a couple of people who'd gone up there when they shouldn't have and were not cooperating. One thing that made me feel good is that in the 18 months that we've been going through this whole thing, that it, it's very, very unusual to hear that there are people who, when asked, okay, so where were you in the last few days? And it's not that they couldn't remember, it's that they've gone, nah, not telling. <laughs> you know, like, like almost everyone is helpful when, when pushed, uh, not these people. Rod Jackson said he was freaking out over Northland. Rod, are you still freaking out? Welcome. Yeah, kia ora. Uh, yes, I am still freaking out because um, I think you're absolutely right that, uh, you know, that has changed, that we we now have people saying, not, not, I'm not telling you, and that makes contact tracing impossible. Um, the, other, the other thing is that we've now got Delta, which is very different, and I don't think we're out of the woods with Northland, with Northland yet. I hope we are. But it's quite possible that uh, those two women, I understand there's a third one who's also infected who was part of the group, um, have infected people in northern communities that aren't on reticulated sewage systems, so we're not going to get early warning signs from wastewater testing, and who may not be wanting to come forward if they have symptoms. So I don't think we're out of the woods with Northland yet. So when you look at that yesterday's sort of um, celebration in a way of the party, yeah. the vaccine party, does yeah. does that sort of cheer you up somewhat or is it just a nice little bit of news but let's uh, let's just get back to the nitty-gritty. We've still got lots of oh. cases and uh, we don't know where people have been. Look, uh, look there's, there's, there's two, I mean, this is a gross generalisation, there's two populations in New Zealand. There are those that the system largely works for. It's probably about 90% of the population, and uh, well, 85 to 90. And I think uh, the vaccine was fantastic for those people. I, I, I think it was great. And we're edging up to 85% first jabs. That's great. That's fantastic. But there's another population, and that's um, currently 500,000 eligible Kiwis who are not vaccinated. And that's where we need to turn our energy uh, to now. We need a, a different approach um, to get to those 500,000. Because obviously what we've done so far uh, hasn't got mm. them vaccinated. So we need to we need to change track. Yeah. So uh, to use the old cliche, carrot or stick, uh, do you think yeah. that we need the stick of ma- mandates? Well, no, well, OK. So in, in this last 15%, there are several different groups. Uh, there is probably the largest group are the people who are disadvantaged by the system. These are the people who don't trust the system. And those people need their trusted leaders leading the vaccine rollout. So they need uh, their Māori, their Pacific, their gang leaders. They need their GPs. So I think it's time, you know, for Jacinda and Ashley who've done a fantastic job with the people who actually are advantaged by society, turns into the back seat. Um, and so rather than the Māori, Pacific and other leaders being in the back seat and advising Jacinda and Ashley, I think it's time for Jacinda and Ashley to get into the back seat and let these other leaders make a difference. I mean, we saw it yesterday. We saw Rawati Jensen, a GP, 
Māori GP from Auckland and Colin Tukiatonga, Senior Pacific Leader, go down to Huntley and uh, talk to gangs. And, and gangs came together to get vaccinated and to talk it through. That's what we need now. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, I think the, the, the point which um, I'd like to make, uh, and I'm pleased yeah. you brought it up, which is that yesterday we had gangs getting vaccinated and we had Destiny yeah. Church and City Impact Church, uh, yeah. you know, organising lockdown protests uh, and right. spreading anti-vax nonsense. And and kind of this simplistic idea that, well, gangs are bad, so we shouldn't work with gangs. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, gangs are bad, and I wish there weren't gangs. But guess what? There are gangs. And guess what? Gang members have children who go to school. And guess what? That's People fine. who aren't in gangs buy drugs from gang members. So if yeah. gangs have got COVID, it will spread. And so it the best spread. thing to do is to, even if you don't like it, get alongside gangs to, to do something about it. Yeah. Absolutely, because let me tell you, this 500,000 unvaccinated population are the highest risk population by far. We know from the current outbreak that one in 10 are hospitalised. If there's 500,000 out there who aren't vaccinated, those people are probably also, it's going to be one in 10 of them get hospitalised. That's 50,000 people, because we, if there's one thing we know close to certain, they're going to get COVID. Mm. And COVID is, is a disease, a serious disease of the unvaccinated. Yeah. So we're in for serious problems unless we don't turn this on the said What I'd like to see now is the 90% project being changed into the 500,000 person project. And we need, to, we need to do everything we can in a good way, you know, and ideally with the for these people who don't trust the system, they need their trusted leaders. For the people who just haven't got vaccinated yet, yes, we need more widespread mandates. And look, I heard Shane Reddy talking. Look, politicians hate mandates. And you can see, you know, I've said that I think that um, the politicians, the, 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 you know, the, um, the Shane Reddy's, the Judith Collins, the David Seymour's, should be shouting from the rooftops for more mandates. What are they doing? They're whispering in the basement. Yeah. I, I think we really need to get on top of this. Yeah. Did you see, I don't know if you would have seen the rep, the report, there's um, a, a, a document from the Australian and New Zealand Intensive Care Society, yeah. uh, which has actually put some reality into all this, uh, the confusion around our ICU beds. They've yeah. done a survey of all the public hospitals, and we yeah. only have 172 staffed adult ICUs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, 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 that's astonishingly low, isn't it? Well, look, um, no amount of ICU beds are going to help us. <laughs> look, I, I, I mean, obviously, the more the better. But if, if, we, if we open up a bit more, um, COVID, and this is Delta, will go rife, OK? And it doesn't matter whether we have 10 times as many ICU beds. Mm. Delta doesn't come, doesn't follow any rules. It comes... Yeah. Like, just hits you. And no amount of ICU beds would make a difference. We need to suppress this until we get the majority of those 500,000 people vaccinated. Look, it, there's only one game in town, mm. and that's vaccination. Okay. And, yeah. yeah can, I ask you a can I ask you a hypothetical? You so can. what were your concerns would be about vaccinated people interacting with other vaccinated people? So an example oh, would no, be... I'm a big supporter. Big What's supporter. that? I'm a big supporter of that. So, so can I can I give an example for the for the listeners? Yeah. So, if, yeah. let's say we've got a, a shopping mall like Sylvia Park, which has entra entrances and exits that can be controlled. Yeah. We have vaccination passports, yeah, and we have you get you can get in if you're vaccinated, 
and this, if and deal with pe- with businesses who are fully vaccinated. Where do you sit with vaccinated people interacting with other inter- vaccinated okay. people? I'm glad you brought that up. I'm a big supporter. So I would like to see, look, I think we're in for a messy 12 months. We're in for a messy. And I would like to see us start tweaking level three. So the first thing I'd do with level three, and, and you've just raised what I think is a great idea. The first thing, I would remove the 10-person, 10 teenagers from 10 different bubbles getting together, which I hear about every day, and go back to, okay, two families, you know, maybe you can do that, but we have to be clear. But what I would do is I would replace it by exactly what you're saying. I think we start, need, we start, we have to start rewarding the vaccinated. So if you're running a hospitality business where you say, no jab, no job, no entry, and you can prove that, then I think we could do, you know, seated in the first instance, why shouldn't you open a restaurant with everyone seated where everyone's vaccinated and every staff member is vaccinated? And with retail, you know, I'm thinking Silver Park. Well, yeah, I mean, I... Why not? We need to start... I think... I agree with you. I think we need to start rewarding vaccinated people because, as I said... It's going to be a messy year, and we're going to have to take people with us. And the only way we're going to take people with us, I believe, is if we try to increase the freedom for vaccinated people, but do it in a you know in a in a slow, okay, okay, way. on that I'm one, Rod, and 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 we're running out of time. But yeah. as we're heading towards Christmas, is yeah. it conceivable? Both is it conceivable, and two, would you recommend it, that if you were double jabbed and let's say you'd had a a test and and you don't have COVID and that's within 72 hours, that you could travel anywhere in New Zealand, say in December? (laughs) No, no, because I don't think we'd be on top of it. But um, Mm. what I do think is that we need to pull out all the stops to get. Well, actually, I'll come back. Let me answer that. If we get, so do you know that Canberra, so ACT, Canberra, 420, 450,000 people, 98% of 12 and overs have already had their first jab. 98%. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So if we got anywhere near that, I would be tentatively saying, yeah, maybe, um, yep. if we got anywhere near that. Yep. But it is going to require... Us turning on here. Let's get rid of the ninety percent project. Fantastic idea. Let's replace it with the five hundred thousand project, where we count down from five hundred or whatever it is, five hundred thousand. Let's count yeah. down to the last few. All right. Look, sorry we have to leave it at that, but thank you no, once again for welcome. being on the program, Thanks, Rod. Rod well, Jackson. You're welcome, Professor of Epidemiology at the University of Auckland. Well, we'll take a break. You know what we take out of that? What's that? He loves Bevo's idea. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we're looking at each other, going, "This is ridiculous. We're all vaccinated. What's what's the problem?" And I 